Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Let me take you on a day. day. We ain't got a way. Tell me if you got an ex nigga in the way. Hey, hey, party people. What is up? It is your girl, Brittany Betts, here. And we are about to be talking sporty with Ryan. Hi, Ryan. What's happening? Uh, I know it's not going to be as fun as your usual suspect with P, but hey, happy to fill in. So thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being readily available. Good to maybe I'll do, maybe because it's P, I'll be, I'll just say I'm Ryan D and it's kind of rhymes still. Perfect. There you go. There you go. I know you guys probably thought, did, did Paul like get some facial hair? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Going good. I, you know. We didn't even talk about this offline yet, but I guess preparing for this hurricane coming in or whatever. Like, how crazy is that? Yes. I was literally going to say, do you have your sandbags and everything? Because the hurricane is coming. Well, I haven't, sadly, like I'm that, that person. When you, you know, whenever you watch the news and there's hurricanes coming and people are like in their homes, just like filming, hanging out. Like, that's me right now. I can't take it seriously. I'm like, is this even real? Like, I kind of want to go down to the beach and like watch it happen. <laughs> Okay, so you're not going to evacuate if you have to. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I'll be, I'm so inland, I'll probably be fine, but uh, well, we would, of course. I mean, no, I we all, yeah, I don't think it'll yeah. make it. The people in the desert, though, they said that it. Yeah, did you see videos of Vegas yesterday? Vegas was getting the rain and the dry lightning, right? Yeah, got crazy, yeah. and Palm Springs right now is dumping. Palm Springs, and... I saw a video of, like, La Quinta. It yeah. was a lot of just, was it rain, thunder, and dry light? I don't remember, but it was. Yeah, it was getting a little crazy with the weather down there. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see. We'll probably after we're done with this, we'll run to the store and just get some some essentials for fun. Why not? And hunker down and make it a movie day. So right. I, mean, I can't complain though. This is what the Raiders bring into town for a preseason <laughs> game, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Are they still going to play tonight? Are they going to play tonight? They have been canceled, to. right? They have to. There's yeah, like nothing great. expected. I've been in SoFi and they've paused the game for lightning. Yeah, and people were asking like, why can't we just close that area? But I mean, I don't know what the liability is, but I think that if it's forecasted around the time of the game, then they'll either postpone it or they'll just maybe. Yeah, like I know the I know the Chargers Saints game on Sunday. They're really thinking about do they move it? Do they wait? But yeah, tonight Rams game should be should be fine. It shouldn't even rain till tomorrow morning, so we should be good. Yeah, speaking of Rams, they had a preseason showing last weekend. They did. And, yeah. What What are we thinking? <laughs> well, what are you thinking? You lead it off. I, I, I've talked about them all, all week. I want to hear your thoughts. Then I'll get I mine. bet. I bet. I mean, it's really hard for me to say. Like, Sean McVay, kudos to him because he has definitely just kind of embarked on a lot of things. And, like, he's taken the lead on a lot of things. One of those things is sit in the starters. Like, ever since he's come yeah. in the league, you know, that's his thing. And so I feel that I don't really get a good sense of what the squad is going to look like because, you know, our key guys aren't in there. And then mm-hmm. when we do play preseason games, just like this vanilla offense that we run and there's really nothing that's like a spark and there's no development of the plays. It's just get out there and run these reps and let me see who's going to make the roster. Yeah. So, in terms of getting an idea of how the Rams are going to be from preseason, I don't have it. Um, yeah. You know, I'm hearing a lot of things in camp or, in, you know, just in training and practice that they're the, the O-line is looking tragic. The D-line isn't holding their own. Granted, Aaron Donald, 
you know, he had missed yeah. the practice or whatever, but I don't feel that I have a sense of this team yet until we can get like Matthew Stafford in there, Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones, that type of thing. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, you said it, it's almost impossible just cause yeah, they, it's funny that Sean McVay like started this whole don't start starters thing and the kind of the league all followed suit. And it's like everyone now is kind of reverting back to like, yeah, maybe we should play the starters a yeah. little bit. Uh, a series. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At least a series something, but you know, I, Brittany, I think they, I would be real disappointed if the outside of Rob Havenstein, if they didn't at least play every offensive line in these last two games, like they just need to see something. I mean, there's no, you got, you got what a, you got a rookie in Avila going to be starting. You got Coleman Shelton who's basically moving from guard to center. You've got, they don't know who's going to start at left tackle. Is it going to be Jackson? Is Mopu moving no. side? They got Logan Bruss, who is obviously probably going to be a backup behind Havenstein, but they're moving him back to right tackle. Like oh, these guys just need rep. They got to play. The well, biggest thing yeah. last year, when we go into that Bills game, and there was a lot of stuff that happened in the offseason and whatnot, but you go into that Bills game, all the hype around you, and the main there was a lot of reasons, but the main reason they lost that game is because the offensive line got absolutely demolished by the Bills defensive line. And it's because they hadn't played together. It was some new guys and they they just weren't prepared. And so I think they the O line, that's my biggest thing is they gotta play some reps these preseason games. Yeah. That's where you win games at the line of scrimmage. And I would think, I would have thought that that would have been our focus, especially in the draft, you know, and I've said time and time again that I don't question Samuel Lester Sneed and the decisions that he makes because he really does find diamonds in the rough when it comes to the Mm -hmm. draft, you know, and like him and Sean, they don't need that war room setting and all that personnel around them because like their minds and just the way that they look at film and the way that they come up with these picks, like it's, undoubtedly just like they're in like a tank, you know, like they're just Mm -hmm. hunkered down them too. And like these minds are incredible with, with these picks, but why didn't we get anybody for the whole line? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why didn't we continue with that? Like we knew that we needed left tackle to be just a little bit more polished. And from what I'm thinking, no boom is just going to probably be dropped, dropped, yeah, it's I Not think great. his uh I think his um his dead cap hit this like next year for sure he'll be gone because he has zero I think zero cap hit, zero dead money. If they drop him this year, I think there's a fairly big dead money hit, so they probably would hang on to him to it like there's no point at this point. But he's not gonna play, I don't think. It's not sound like it. I think Jackson's your left tackle, at least as of now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's hard for me to get excited about, you know, seeing Two two out there getting separation and things like that. So I'm like, Stuart, what about the O line? Like, yeah. yeah, is Matthew going to be able to throw the ball to him? Yeah, right. Yeah. Are there going to be any running lanes to run through? So yeah. uh, let's talk some good though. What do you think of Steady B? Everyone, everyone loves Stetson Benton all of a sudden. What do you think? I think that he is going to appreciate <laughs> being a backup quarterback developing behind Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Yeah. And you think I mean, he'll win the backup job though over Brett Rippon? I think so. I think just because of this team, you know, like the, the, what am I trying to say? Like it's a young team, you know what I mean? And not to say that his connections to Georgia mean so much, but I think that that means a lot behind Matthew Stafford, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. they picked them up for a reason. So 
I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah. I didn't think that he looked the best. You know, obviously preseason, you got to dust off some nerves because he had some really bad throws early on. And then he shook it off and then he made a couple of good throws. But it's still there's just still things that I need to see. Like the line was mm-hmm. terrible. But third string, you know, what, what yeah. can we say? He reminds me of like, honestly, at least maybe in swagger and demeanor, like he reminds me of Baker Mayfield. Like he's not the most polished. He's not the best. But he just kind of has that game time swagger that you're like, well, at least this is kind of fun to watch. Like, I totally out there throw. That. But then he follows it up with like a good throw. And you're like, well, this is at least fun. Like they're moving the football. They look like they're having a good time out there. Like, that's the steady B vibes I get. Why couldn't we keep Baker? Like, I'm still, I'm not stuck on it, but that is something that I ponder about often. Like, he went to Tampa Bay. What did, do you remember the, what Tampa, do you remember what Tampa paid him? Uh, maybe ten million, maybe. So I feel like it had maybe to be like eight point eight peanuts. You keep talking, I'll fi- I'll figure it out. No, but that <laughs> would have been. I thought that that was going to be McVay's shiny new little car that he drives on the weekends. You know. <laughs> I think he would have liked it. Um, I just don't think they could. I think one, they couldn't afford him too much, and then two. Um, well, no, yeah, he only signed it to $4 million, one year, $4 million. $4 mil- See, I'm over Yeah, okay. We could have They could have made that work. I think it was more so, from what I heard, that he wanted a legit shot to start, and he was never going to start over Matthew Stafford. So, well, that makes sense. I talked a lot through the offseason, like, if Stafford decided to retire, then obviously they would have kept Baker. He would have been the starter, and they would have drafted a QB earlier. But I think since Stafford came back, it was like, Stafford's our guy while he's here. So unless he gets injured again. So I think yeah. he's wanted to go somewhere where he had a shot to start. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I loved it. I mean, I love the, when they go two and three of the five games he played, it wasn't like they turned everything around, but it was just, it was just more fun. He's, I mean, kinda, he's, he's hours, totally LA. Yeah. 48 hours. He got here. He had a comeback game against the Raiders in his Browns cleats. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Gotta love it. Gotta love it. It was the best. 98 yards on the final drive. Like, yeah. you couldn't be more Hollywood than that. Seriously, that was storybook right there. Like, after after that game, Brittany, I think Baker was, like, more popular than any other L.A., like, player outside of Aaron Donald. Like, yeah, he, he was already up. one game in. Everyone's like, all right, Baker Mania, let's go. L.A. Stuff went all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, well. Baker, maybe you can do something in Tampa. Yeah, I haven't seen think- a Tampa preseason game. I haven't really been watching too, too, too much preseason, to be honest. I've been catching DTR. That's right. UCLA right. alum. I know my girl Paula would be proud of us talking about him, so we can maybe just touch on that a tad. But he's doing yeah. some things, you know, like over 300 yards, a couple of tutties, some rushing yards. He's, he's looking great. Start. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fun. He's like, a, I mean, he's a gamer too. And so we obviously followed him at UCLA for five years. One of the few quarterbacks to play five years in college. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, heading into his senior year, I had him as kind of a dark horse Heisman candidate. He started off really strong and then the Bruins tapered a little bit. So he kind of fell out of that running, but he had a really solid year. So I was like, all right, this guy's going to have a solid chance in the NFL. He did great at the Shrine Bowl. Um, Bill Belichick like raved about him at the Shrine Bowl and how well he played. So I was pretty surprised when he when he fell as late as oh. he did. But yeah. um, I'm not surprised by how well he's playing. So I mean, and I'm happy for him. And you know, we we talked after his draft is like it would be the best thing ever 
because of all the whole, and we don't have to get into it, but all the whole Deshaun Watson stuff. If somehow DTR ends up not beating him out this year, but takes over that starting role, basically kicks Deshaun Watson out, and then DTR is the face of the Browns. Like, how like sweet would that be? Yeah, that would be good. Ooh, yeah. I can see it now. Right? Well, I'm sure Paula is rooting for that. I think DTR everyone's rooting for that. Rooting for all <laughs> UCLA people. I mean, yeah, that's. Well, it's fun because his running mate, Demetric Felton, who he played with for three years, is his they're like backup running back in Cleveland. So they've had like a nice little one-two connection in these preseason games. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. So go go Bruins. Go <laughs> Bruins, and Tro- Bruins and Trojans in the NFL. We love to see it. Love to see it. Right. Of course. Out, out. LA stand up. That's right. So how do you think the Jets are looking in the preseason? Have you been watching hard knocks? I have. Okay, uh-huh. I have to. Um, well, at first, how they're looking. I mean, again, they're like the Rams, right? Like they're not. We're not seeing Rodgers. We're not seeing their their starters. So, Zach Wilson, I guess, looks a little better. I guess a little bit. Um, yeah. Their defense. I mean, their defense is gonna be balling. Their defense is gonna be so good. So I don't care if it's their first team, second team, third team. They got a top five defense, and we knew that a couple of years. Ago. We knew that two years yeah. ago in that draft. Yeah. You know, like how they did and just how they were just well, like, everything up. So that was my favorite thing in hard. Not- was it end of episode one or beginning of episode two? When when Robert saw the head coach, they're in that meeting room and he's like, we got a ball in defense. Like he's just praising the defense, but our offensive line sucks. We're going to lose oh, games. Yeah, I, our offensive line. Too, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just totally called him out. I was like, I love yeah. it. But he's like, I mean, he's a defensive guy. And he's like, yeah, our yeah, defense yeah. is amazing. Like they kept us in every game last year. Offensive line sucks. <laughs> True. But it's true. I, I was telling Deontay about that last night at dinner. Was, there were no phones on our date night last night. But yes. I wanted to pull my phone out so bad because we were talking about that Jets defense and how they held, you know, like the defense kept them in games. And I wanted to show him every week's score. And it wasn't like they ever got blown out. I don't think they lost a game by more than a score, you know. Yeah. But, again, no phone. So, it was yeah. just he had to take my word on that one. <laughs> well, you're, and you're correct. So he should. I'm sure yeah. he's learned by now. What are you guys like? Almost ten years of marriage. I'm sure he's learned to just take your word by this point. Got to. Got to. Yeah. Got to. I'm always right. <laughs> yeah. I go through phases where it's like you know I feel like every married couple has those like okay you have this number of years where I'm just where I'm like okay everything you do is right and then there's like a year where I get a little feisty and I'm like I'm gonna test you I'm gonna test Ooh, you okay. do that for a year and then I'm like okay that wasn't worth it I'm back. Give it up. Yeah, you're right. Give it up. Yeah. We want easier days. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But but it's funny, like you look at the the Broncos last year where Nathaniel Hack was the head coach, they were the same. Like their defense kept them in every game. Obviously, yeah. they just didn't play well in offense. And now it's just ironic that Hack gets on the Jets. But yeah. obviously, if his they would have won, if they would have scored, I think the stat was like 18 points in almost every points. game, they would have won like almost every game. Yeah, they would have I think they would have been eleven and five eleven and six or twelve and five if they would have scored eighteen points. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of marriage. There's a new marriage in town with Sean, Sean Payton and Russ. How do you think that's going to go? I think it's going to be, I mean, it can't be worse than last year, right? <laughs> Nothing can be worse than last year. So everything I've heard, because I got obviously a, a lot of my, well, not obviously, but for those who don't know, I'm from Denver. So I got a lot of buddies in Denver and I know a bunch of the Denver media out there. And from everything I've heard, the first two weeks of camp were definitely still some growing pains. Like the defense dominated. Russ was kind of looking like the Russ of last year. They were starting to be a little bit concerned. And then apparently these last 
10 days or two weeks, like it's been a 180. Like Russ looks extremely comfortable. The offense is humming. Like they're scoring on almost every possession against the defense. So it sounds like, I mean, it's exactly what everyone was expecting when Peyton came in was just, it was going to be a total reversal of culture, reversal of schematics and all that stuff. So it seems like it's going to be a, a good marriage. I think, you know, are they going to be a playoff team? I think they're going to flirt with it, but what sucks for them is just the AFC is just so damn good. I mean, Man, it is tough, tough, tough. Like, like, the, like the Rams literally might make the playoffs just because the NFC is so bad. And the Broncos, I think, could be good, and they're going to miss because the AFC is so good. I was saying that the other day. Like, the NFC is just, I mean, the Vikings, they'll be back. The Vikings will be back, ladies and gentlemen. They can yeah. say that it was fluff last season with their cupcake schedule. Kirk Cousins is this, he's that, he isn't this, he isn't that. But, I mean – they were a good offense. They had Justin Jefferson. Now they have Jordan Addison on the other side. And then they just locked in Brian Flores to be their defensive coordinator. Yeah, and I saw something where it was like they did reps where they were doing the joint practice with the Titans. And they had 11 plays, defensive plays, 11 uh, on 11 plays where they sent pressure on the quarterback. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game in uh, Minnesota. And I think that they're going to be good again. I think so too. I mean, you look at take away the head coach because obviously that's changing an entire team, but the two biggest, I'd say even more than players, the biggest free agent acquisitions were the Chargers getting Kellen Moore and the Vikings getting Brian Flores because they same with the Vikings. The Vikings happened to win a lot of those close games. We talk about the Jets. They were in every game, but they couldn't close them. The Vikings were able to close them, but if they had an actual like competent defense, they would have blown teams out. And it's been that way for a couple of years too. Like, even when they had Zim. I know Zim was a defensive coach. You know, yeah. like, they stayed in games. They The Vikings are always, like, that team that has, like, 5,000 linebackers to me. So, it's like, <laughs> yeah. so like they yeah. are always, like, real defensive ready. And then if you look at the games from last year, they they always came down to, like, the last minute or went to overtime. Yeah. Uh, and even the season before that. So, I think that Brian Flores is going to be the difference maker because I love him as a defensive coach. Because thinking back to the Rams game, when the Rams went to Miami with Jared mm -hmm. Goff and we played the Dolphins when our sideline was like 5,000 degrees hotter than the Dolphins. Yeah. And it was like the craziest just defense that Jared Goff had ever experienced, like with the disguises and the exotics and just like all the pre-snap stuff. And that is Brian Flores. And I'm excited yeah. to see him, you know. It's for him to get another chance, number one. And number two, him to link up with the squad that I think is excited to have him and they can actually go far with Kevin O'Connell on the other side. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely. Uh... I mean, not, I'm not saying that I want them to do anything, but it is the Vikings have never won, you know, anything. And like that, the, that storybook feeling like that gets me excited. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I always, mean, I've always had a, been. There's that yeah, too. Lions too. And they're, they're going to be good too. So I've always had a soft spot for the Vikings. Just I think some of their history. And then I also I have family in Minnesota. So it's shout out Minnesota and yeah, Andrew Zimmer. <laughs> I was there, Andrew Zimmer. That's right. I was in St. Louis Park. That's where his restaurant yeah. is. I was yes. I was in St. Louis Park a month ago in July. I wanted to go, but we were just like on a a time crunch. But um, so I've had a soft spot for them, and I'm kind of like pseudo rooted for them. And then they get Kevin O'Connell, so I like him even more because I love Kevin O'Connell, former Rams OC. Yeah. Shout out. Um, but then I've also kind of had a soft bar for the Lions just because they've been so bad, and then now they have Jared Goff. So it's like, you know, these are teams you can root for. Obviously not against the Rams or, or our L.A. teams, but, you know, they're far away. They're in the Midwest. Like, 
they hadn't won anything. Like, why not? Like, yeah. what, it would be great to have an NFC playoff picture with the Lions, the Vikings, and the Rams in it. Like, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Keep I the mean, Niners out of it. Come on. The NFC, the NFC has so much room for anybody at this point that the Rams could get to the playoffs. Just, just win, just win some games, guys. Yeah. Let's just focus on having more points. <laughs> Maybe I, not to sabotage your show, but let's let's talk about this a little bit because I'm still everyone's already saying crowning the Niners like the NFC favorite outside the Eagles. And then everyone is very high in the Seahawks as well. Now the Seahawks had a, a good draft. They obviously made the playoffs last For the last, last year. two years, you can't really good draft. They've, they've done really well. Yeah, they've done well. Love Pete. Pete Carroll, Love fight Pete. on. Uh, you see him out there who, slinging the ball around? Who's who's in their office with him? Is it Schneider? No. The GM? Yeah. Yeah, Schneider. Schneider. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. together, those two minds are yeah. old school type of lesson. Sean, yeah. you know, very similar, very similar, just different ages. Um, yeah, exactly. But so, so I, I have a ton of respect for Seattle, but, and I have a ton of respect for Gino. I love his story, but I'm not yeah. just sold that he's all of a sudden going to be this like game changing quarterback Absolutely. one on season. That. So that is like, so we can talk about that. And then the Niners, all indications, they still have no idea he's going to start a quarterback. I don't care how, how good they are or everyone in love with Kyle Shanahan. Maybe I'm just like a hater. I don't know, but I'm like, they don't even know who's going to play quarterback yet. They have no idea. Yeah. And we're, we're 10 days from the season. I'm there with you. I want to be these guys, NFC champs. Listen, not just NFC champs, but I mean the, they're the power rankings, not, you know, this is just one opinion, but the power rankings have them as like third in the NFL. Of course. And I was invited to a lovely ram spaces chat on twitter mm, those and are always were, healthy those are just they're amazing and you know i'm just minding my business last saturday <laughs> and i think it, trey lance was playing and there was a niner fan in there and he was just like he was really just trying to bully people you know and like call you out on your takes and just try to get you caught up in what you're saying and my whole point was that i don't think that the niners are the third best team in the nfl right now and yeah. that's just how I feel. And they're not the same team that they were last year. Like one of the points that I made was that they had some drop off and he's like, what drop off? And I'm like, did they, did they lose players on defense? Did they lose starters? Did they not lose their defensive coordinator? Like there are things that are a lot different. Um, with that being said, would Brock Purdy played how many games last season? Like four. Um, yeah. Some, uh... So like I look at it like there there wasn't much film on him, you know what I mean? Like he came in, like he had the the momentum and the adrenaline to get games to win games to get it done, mm-hmm. right? But now like he's in the system that we know. Yeah. So, like, do you really think that we're not going to scheme to try to get this quarterback again? But I all that can be said about Trey Lance too. Whoever, yeah. you know what I mean? Whoever is going to be at that quarterback position. But again, I think the main problem is we don't know who the quarterback is. Well, and we, we see almost every single year and I have nothing against Brock Purdy. Like I love the, I love his story. Seventh round pick Midwest kid, like, you know, coming out of what Iowa. Mr. And, Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant and uh, nothing against him. So, I mean, he, he showed some good stuff. So I'm not saying he was like just lucky. Like he showed some good things, but I feel like every year we see where a kind of, out of nowhere quarterback comes like we can think of, you know, Trevor Simeon with the Broncos have like seven good games where everyone's like, Oh, he's the next face of the team. And then he was just terrible. After that, we saw obviously yeah. case Keenum had already had a career, but case Keenum had an MVP season with the Minnesota Vikings. 
That was a one-hit wonder. We see it all the time of like these guys come out of nowhere, have a really good situational season, and it doesn't last. So I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to be that, but I'm also not I'm not going to say he's the next face of the Niners, the next Steve Young or Joe Montana because he had six good games. Uh, oh, on, six. On, okay. On the or it was like four or six or something. I don't know, but a couple games behind the backs of an ex- extremely good defense and a, a good system. So I don't know. And yeah, I, I think everyone's discounting the fact that D'Amico Ryan's is gone and I love Steve Wilkes. He's a good coach, but it's not D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. The guy that I was talking to on spaces brought up the fact that, you know, they've had Steve Wilkes before. And like, even when um, the Panthers, that Panther squad that went to the Super Bowl, that was a Steve Wilkes defense, you know? And I mean, yeah, great. Like we're bringing in great coordinators, but there is, it's not the same team, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but we shall see. Yeah. In terms of odds, let's, I'm going to tell you. Okay, there you go. The NFC West is like the Niners. Let me tell you. The Niners are at about 160. So you can even get even like minus 160. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the Seahawks coming in at plus 230. Okay. Then it jumps. The Rams plus 1,000. <laughs> Oh. And then the Cardinals are just go ahead and light your money on fire plus twenty seven hundred. Oh geez, I might throw <laughs> like. Listen, we're talking Rams. I truly, I honestly do believe they have a chance to make the playoffs, and it might be with eight wins. It might be eight nine, and they sneak in in that seven spot. I don't know if I feel good about them winning the division though. <laughs> but yeah. I might put like ten bucks on it. Why not? Ten bucks can get you like a hundred bucks. Like- yeah, why not? I'm down for that. Go to betonline.ag and place it there. Shout yes. Out. Do you get any like free incentives if you sign up? Do they give you like? Uh, yes, you use promo code believe and you get a fifty percent welcome bonus. There you go, guys. So you you put a hundred bucks in, you get fifty free dollars to play with. Nice. Take that fifty free and then put it on the Rams to win. Why not? Exactly. It's free money. Five hundred bucks in about six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had a good bet, right? You had a good uh, future bet. Oh yeah. So futures disclaimer: futures are my dad's thing. Like. Mm-hmm. For like the last few years, he I don't had, have the patience for futures. He has a lot of patience for them. Um, not me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, because like he's just always been so high on Tampa Bay, he's like, this is it. This is that was the missing piece. Tampa Bay is gonna win the Super Bowl. So that was the start of it. And I think he got him at like 16 to 1 and he put like a thousand dollars on him. Dang. So that cashed. So then the next season, he's like this is it. This is the year for the Rams. And I'm like, oh, I know. You don't have to tell me. Good Stafford, yeah. like, do you want to go in on a ticket? And I'm like, let's do it. So we went in five grand on a ticket for the Rams at 11 to one to win the Super Bowl the year that we won the Super Bowl. Mm. And that ticket cashed. So, and it's funny because I told Brandon Lang like all these stories. Shout out B Lang. B Lang. <laughs> and yeah. he's always like, every year, tell me what pops is. Tell me what Pops is riding with. Tell me what Pops is riding with. So last year, my mom decided that she wanted to go in with my dad. And they put a couple thousand on the Eagles winning the Uh, NFC. uh, uh, uh. Oh, winning the NFC. It's not the Winning the NFC. Yeah. So he kind of, like, yeah, I thought that he was going to take them to win it all. But he was just like, I've been watching football for 60 years. And I know football. And the Eagles they're it. They're it in the NFC. Like, there's nobody that. Listen, that NFC West champion or the NFC Championship game, he was sweating at first. Like that first quarter, he was a little nervous. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once Purdy's out, he's like, 
He did the Johnny Manziel. We're not celebrating injuries or anything, but he cashed his ticket and like that was the third year in a row. Pops got so, it. Who's he going this year? Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> or this season, my dad and I, we have gone back and forth. He already called. He's like, Do you want to get in on the ticket? I'm going to the state line because betting is not okay here in California. Thank you. Thank you, residents, for not doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Unless you go to betonline.ag. Go ahead. Exactly. Go to betag. <laughs> so my dad went to the state line to put in his bet. And like I said, we've been going back and forth about this all summer long. And he has put, well, he's put some hefty money on the Chargers to win the AFC. Chargers. Yeah. I got to show you. I'll, I'll send you a picture of the ticket. Yes, please. But he is like, there is nothing that you can tell him. He's like, the defense has just gotten better. Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in the league right now. He, his his wow. issue is, there is no issue. What everybody yeah. comes to him with is, how are they going to get past the Chiefs? He's like, the Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs. The Chiefs have had so much fall off. If they don't re-sign Chris Jones, like this, that, the third, they can't pay everybody. He's like, I'm not afraid. And I mean, you got to go into it with that type of confidence. You got him at 13 to 1. Ooh. So nice, nice yeah. value there. Um, but yeah, he, he's very, very, very stuck on the Chargers. I love so it. He's going to be bolting is... up all season long. <laughs> I mean, this is the LA squad. So I'm, I'm going with Pops. I'm going I'm to go uh, put someone on the Chargers right now, too. Why not? Yeah. Three in a row. Three, three in a row. Three in a row, guys. Like, I mean, those are, that's, a really good record. Char- and gotta, I have, I'm to gonna... sit, have to just sit through the whole season, sit back and wait. And I will tell you, it got to a point because our Rams ticket, we had, we split it. And it got to the point where when the Rams lost those four games in November, four in November he said, <laughs> and I quote, sorry, dad, but I'm telling, do you want to buy my half of the ticket? And I did. And I did. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. You know? <laughs> and oh, then he wow. it and was like, we still got a lot of football left, so. Well, good. He held on to it, but you would have. You probably wishing you bought the other half now. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I wanted to. Like when he said it, I'm like, yeah, sure. Let, how do you want me to give you the money? <laughs> but no, right. that was I. That was a really incredible moment, not just for the Rams to win the Super Bowl, but obviously to cash that type of ticket. So yeah, so yeah, the Chargers right now on Bet Online are still plus eleven hundred to win the AFC. Went down a little tiny bit, but. My pick for the AFC, and this is this is just based on the team has just gotten better. And I just don't see who's going to get through them. And that's the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, yeah. Like, Lamar got paid. He's They're happy. They're plus 900. They're plus 900, okay. Plus 900. So they've gone down as well. But he has his receiving core. Like, Zay Flowers, come on. Like He's he, looking good. He's looking good. Like, then you got Odell. I don't think that Odell is going to be, like, just crisp Giants Odell. But mm-hmm. he's still got some upside in him. You know what I mean? And I think that he's going to be utilized the way that Sean McVay wanted to utilize him. They have a new offensive coordinator that um, Lamar is saying he loves. The mm-hmm. way that he's letting him just take the reins of the offense and the things that he does. And then he still has Mark Andrews, who's, like, second best tight end after Travis Kelsey. Niners fans yep. are going to hate that, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> good. good. Let them hate. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, especially if you can still get a little bit of value at, you know, nine to one, mm-hmm. the Ravens, 
why could why shouldn't it be their year? Do I think yeah. that Lamar is going to have like an MVP season? It's possible. It's possible. You know, they say that. I don't know. I think he had like 30, 36 touchdowns, like less than seven interceptions, over a thousand rushing yards with like 12 rushing touchdowns. Like he could have a better season than that because he set out a game that year and we're adding a game or yeah. you know, they've already added a game. So two extra games. It's possible. It's possible yeah. that he just goes completely nuts. The Ravens, their defense, I don't think that it's had too much fall off and and hey, they got the best kicker in football. The important thing. Get out of here, Justin Tucker, and he's so cultured. Like I think he plays the violin. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Like, and he'll he was ready to scrap when his team was getting into it at joint yeah. practices. He is a Renaissance man. He's a dude. He's a real dude. Kickers are people it. too, and he's more I, than that. I love it. But I think yeah. the Bengals are still going to be good. No, this like here's the thing: the AFC is good. Like just because I'm saying that, I think that the Ravens could be the team. You know, that doesn't take anything away from the Dolphins. You know, Jalen Ramsey getting hurt—that's huge. You know, I thought that that secondary was just going to be shut down, but he'll be back. So him, Xavion, they're going to do their thing. I think that Tua and that system is going to be—it's going to be like yep. secret, like special like a secret top top secret file you know like with mike mcdaniel's brain and he's just going to be unleashing every single game just something yeah. crazy these crazy and, nukes and yeah. Vic fangio as defensive coordinator man man so i think that the dolphins are up there um again the Bengals. why not they've been there before they've been close again they've tasted yep. it too many times you know like sharks with that blood taste in the yeah. water the Bills are going to be there at the end, whether they win or not, but they'll be there. They might be. I'm not too sold on the Bills. Yeah, I don't think. No, I don't. I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. Every year, and like this is no Bills Mafia. They're, whew, you know, they are. They travel. They show up strong. They will badger you about their team, but I don't know. It's just I also believe in. I'm like very superstitious in a sense, and I mm-hmm. think that they're cursed as a team. So that's where I am. <laughs> I know that's a terrible, terrible football analysis. Like I'm not telling you anything. Do I, Josh Allen is great. Josh Allen is one of the greatest quarterbacks that we have in the game right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that they need a little bit more. Like they're always out looking for another receiver. Like, you know, it, they're always trying to add to their arsenal. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't think that they feel like they even have enough. Um, yeah. Didn't their running back go down? Hines, the guy that they picked up from the Colts, he went down in earlier on in the season. So I don't know who they have in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is James Vaughn going to be back? Who? Vaughn? Yeah. Uh, at some point. I don't know if he's going to be ready week one, but at some point he'll be back. Yeah. So, I mean, every week, you know, like you got to get those dubs week after week, squeeze them all in there. So if they can get wins before he comes back, that's great. I think that that'll definitely help them get closer and closer to the playoffs. But that they're the division that they're in. Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't talk about the Jets possibly yeah. coming out of there, you know, squeaky clean and winning the division. It, yeah. It's tough. The AFC is tough. And when was the last time we said the Patriots were the worst team in their division by far? Like, that's right. Crazy. You can't count Bill B <laughs> out. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Can't count them out, but they're definitely the least talented, at least at quarterback. So this time around, they are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the AFC is wild. So the Broncos are are slotted in at the tenth 
best odds to win at plus 2,500, and, you know, they could surprise people. So that just shows how good it is. Yeah. I'm curious well, about the Browns. That's the team I can't put my finger on because it's like – They're a dark horse to me. They really with, are. Tell him, Paula, that, you know, yeah, Deshaun Watson, we don't know anything that he's been doing in terms of, like – has he gotten better? You know, like what type of work is he putting in? Like his head has been down since this whole fiasco and, you know, all the stuff that he's gone through off of the field. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he's, he's still got to play, you know, and the point of this game is to get out there and win championships. He got paid a lot of money. You would expect him to get out there and do his job. You have Amari Cooper, you have Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb. If Nick Chubb is going to play, and on the other side of the ball, like I was telling Paula, you have Miles Garrett, who defensively is a great, great, great player. And he doesn't get those accolades in terms of like the defensive player of the year, like that type of stuff. It's always Aaron Donald. It's always the TJ Watt. So like, what about me? Like, let's come out here and give them a reason to stop saying that the Browns are a shitty team. Yep. So I think when you play with that type of chip, you can, you can get shit done. I mean, on, on paper, they're, I mean, they're stacked. They got their defense is extremely good. I mean, Denzel Ward, Juan Thornhill, Grant oh, yeah. Delpit was a great draft pick. They got Zadarius Smith. I mean, got a crazy defense. And so, yeah, if Deshaun Watson, just talking football, if he plays like Deshaun Watson of what, three and a half years ago, granted yeah. that was a long time ago, but he was a top five quarterback at his peak. They're, they're another team that watch out. Man, AFC, I know some of those teams are like, can we go to the NFC where there's only like the the Eagles, the Niners, Seattle. I think that Seattle should be good. Um, They have a chance, let's say that, because it's open. Um, So looking at the Vikings in the NFC North, you have the Vikings, the Lions, the Bears, and the Packers. Um, Obviously, the Lions are the favorite. I think that they're going to be pretty good. But then I don't think that the Vikings are – I think the, the Vikings should be the favorite. Yeah. That's just me. That's just my opinion. Um, Jared Goff, there's a lot of Rams fans that say, I love Jared Goff no matter if he's a Ram or not. I'm always going to be rooting for him. I want him to do well. I mean, I don't want anybody to do poorly. Like, I've, I'm not going to root for you to not succeed. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that Jared Goff is – the quarterback that gets you over the hump, that gets you to it. You know what I mean? And at case in point, that's those were Sean McVay sentiments, you know, when we got rid of him to get Matthew Stafford. But yep. I think that him being in a different system, him being in a different locker room culture and him having a coach that is actually like taking the time with him and believes in him and isn't throwing him out there to the wolves. And that's no shade, Sean, but you know, mm-hmm. like you had different expectations and so I think that he he is excelling, and as a team, they are excelling. But I don't know. I just think that the Vikings have a little bit more vet presence and vet experience. And, like, Kevin O'Connell, like, you've given him a two-headed monster with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. And, you know, they don't have Cook anymore, but their running back is like Cook 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then they had this, um, their left tackle. I saw a video of their left tackle. Uh, what is his name? Christian Darisaw, I think is his mm-hmm. name. And yeah. he put the moves on this kid that tried to do a spin on him. And it was just like. Just buried him. Like, I was just like jealous, salivating. Yeah. Why don't we have that? 
So, hey, yeah. we had it for we had it for three years with wit. So you yeah. know, at least we had that we had awesome. a good run with it. At, yeah. at forty years young, thank you yeah. for everything that you did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro's bro's looking good. All that he's doing now, he's more busy than he was when he was with the Rams. Yeah, slimmy, trimmy, but he's he had always been getting in shape like over the last couple of years. But now that he's out of the league, that yeah, he he's yeah. a totally different person. We used to we joked with him. He was on when Frosty was coasting with me. We had him on the show, and Frosty nice. was like so. Frost was like, so how much, like, how much are you actually practicing? I know you just show up, you like walk, th- do some walkthroughs, and then you just stand on the side and coach. And, and with just like smirks, like, yeah, practices aren't too hard for me these days. So, I mean, he's probably working harder now than he was back when he was playing still. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good for Wit. Guy's the man. Yeah. Love I love how he's like, I love how he's Mr. LA now. You know, he's only been here. He's Mr. LA and Mr. Yeah. LA, Los Angeles and Louisiana. And like, yeah. we can relate because that's where my family is from. So I'm sure yeah. he loves some good food, some good eats, you know. That's Shout right. out Brittany Bites. That's right. <laughs> I know. Wit can be a first guest. There's some good Bayou yeah. food. Some good That'll Cajun food. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. That would be nice. Oh, boys. Gumbo, yeah. shark rolled oysters. Oh, let me stop. It's, I'm hungry. I'm getting hungry. Uh, but yes, I am excited to see how this all pans out. Obviously, we're just ready for the season to get started. Like, mm-hmm. hurry up already. I'm itching. I'm itching. I'm Two itching. weeks. Two, Two weeks. weeks. In the meantime, I will be continuing to watch my hard knocks. You said that you're watching hard knocks too. Yep. I'm all caught up. How do you feel about it? Is it, do you feel that the drama is there? I mean, it's, I always, I love hard knocks just because of the the access you get and the production value. I mean, no one does it better than HBO. Uh, The production value is awesome, but, um, and I, I have nothing against this season. It's just, I feel like in most seasons, it's like they pick, you know, four or five rookies or undrafted guys they're following. And that's kind of like who you're rooting for. Whereas this one's clearly just all about Rogers. And, you know, I I get it. Like the four guys you don't get cut and then three yeah. of them end up getting cut and you're sad and like yeah that's always how it is and then this time it's just literally the first two episodes has just been the Aaron Rodgers show which you know I think it's we don't have to get into it I'm not I don't love Aaron Rodgers I don't hate him as much I think as most people do um but I think it's in my opinion it's kind of cool to see the side of him whether it's staged yeah. or not it's like oh, he seems like a fun dude like I don't know if he's really like this all the time but I'm, I'm kind of digging it it's kind of fun yeah I, I wholeheartedly agree like I think that they've tried to villainize him so much in the past that this is just easily refreshing, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I appreciate again, like, you know, and you can say it's with any sports doc that's behind the scenes. Like people are obviously going to act a little different when they know they're being filmed. But like, I love that scene when he's talking about like, what's, what's that enjoy the little things or something. He's like, Hey, this isn't promised. Like, yeah. yeah, Love all this. Like love every snap. I think he's like that. I I think that he's like very like holistic and like, spiritually you know sound and like is very conscientious of his vibrations and things like that yeah um, too. it's funny not to go down a rabbit hole but it's like funny what society decides to like latch on and hate like you have everyone hates on rogers because he's like kind of his own has his own beliefs and doesn't hurt anyone doesn't treat anyone poorly but just kind of like a little off the beaten path and going against the and obviously the whole COVID stuff. And then you have Russell Wilson, who everyone just hates because he's like cheesy and d- yeah. he just like loves everyone too much and doesn't get mad at people. Like, yeah. where are we? Like, why Paul are we latching onto this? Paul and I were kind of touching on that too. And like, what I actually brought up was the fact that the other side of things is are that with Russell Wilson is that no, that his diva side has come out, you know, like 
that people bit. are saying he's not as nice and sweet and that he has an entourage and that he is too busy and too has too many diva antics and things like that. So it's just like, I mean, there's always going to be a yeah. story about the face, you know, were you, were you sitting with us yet uh, at radio row here in LA when him and his entourage walked by or were you yes. guys not down? And it was the, we have been there for a week, it's like 50 people, it was the biggest entourage of all the entourages we saw, like Stephen A. And this was no, so we saw Russell's entourage two years ago. But then remember yeah. this past uh, radio row when In we Phoenix, saw Stephen yeah. A's entourage, and like you would think for Stephen A, like yeah, it's going to be relatively large, but no, Russell's was bigger. Huge! I was shocked. I'm like, what is going on? Is it like a school group coming by or what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I mean. They say that you got to call his assistant's assistant's assistant to get through to him. So, (laughs) Teach teach their own, I guess. Well, congratulations to him and Sierra, though. They're having another baby, and that that might, like, you know, re-channel his focus. Because when you have a lot of kids at home, you don't want to really be at home. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of noise. So, you want to be out there on the field getting the reps in and being locked in. You know, that new dad energy is... It's real sometimes. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. No, but Hard Knocks is right now. It's my Tuesday show. Um, Tuesdays also is Untold, the Untold series on Netflix, the sports docs for the last. Yeah. They've been coming out the last three weeks. They've been new. And then this next one is going to be um, the Florida, the Gators and like the Urban Meyer dynasty. Well, not dynasty, but era. You know what I mean? Yeah. And- Wait, what were the other? What were the other new ones? I know the Menzel one. I know so there were other ones. Yeah, the Johnny Menzel one. There was a Jake Paul one. And then this last one that I watched this week was The Doping Scandal with Victor Conti and like Barry Bonds oh. and Marion Jones. And it's crazy. Ryan, like Victor Conti had like faced like 100 counts, you know, because like he was coming concocted. Well, let me not say that because he may say, no, I'm just kidding. But like that he was pretty much helping these athletes and the irs is the the irs is the agency that caught on to him because of like all these financials and like all Mm -hmm. the cars that he was driving or whatever so they tried to hit him with like over 100 counts long story short he ended up with only two counts and now he's even bigger than ever he's working with the anti-doping people because he was so good at like figuring out how to not detect it, that they, they need him, you know? So, he, so but, he's like the Frank Abagnale of doping, like. Yes, exactly. Just switched over. Yeah. You're yeah. on the, the other side now, but he, he's talking about how, you know, he started as like a nutrition brand and how athletes clinged on to him. And um, he worked with Marion Jones and they go over like how she had to give up all her medals. It, you know, it's a good little, it's a good one to watch outside of football. Right. But the football ones are my favorite, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good to know. I'll check it out though. But yeah, Swamp King is gonna be great. Looking forward to that one. Four parts, so pencil all four weeks in, or maybe they'll give us yeah. all four so that I can binge them all, which I appreciate. Thank you, Netflix. Yeah, but- Netflix usually does. Yeah, they don't do that. Sometimes. They don't do that sometimes. Yeah, so that's uh, next week, next Tuesday, or like in four days, Tuesday. The twenty second. Okay, yeah. So in three days. Yeah. I'm excited. Excited for the dirt. Yes. Well, thank you, Ryan. It has been real chopping it up with you and talking sporty. 
Yes. We'll have tea next week, hopefully. She should be here. But until then, it's go Rams per usual. I see you have on your Dodgers hat. That reminds me, I got to get Serena on here because we're getting close. We're getting close to October, baby. So we got to talk some baseball. And Yeah, Dodgers are looking good. Yeah, I mean, we're, they're, haven't they won like nine straight or something or 10 straight or something? I, I don't know if it's 10, but I heard that we had one a few straight because I was looking at Mookie Betts and the home run that he hit that put him like yeah. two home runs closer to his season best. And like, yeah. we'll have so much baseball to go. So baseball's so, baseball so hard because as soon as it like it starts getting like interesting, it's like then football starts, then no one gives a crap anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Like this is. Tis the season, like I told Paula, it's all about to get revving up. So yeah, like a preseason game will get more more views than a, a September baseball game. So true, true. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for having me. Always fun, always good catching up, and uh, love, what you, love what you guys are doing. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All right, guys. Bye.